Alright you guys, so last week's story got me thinking that this was not the first time I vandalized someone else's property with food. Um, in fact, you would have thought something like this would be a one-off. It in fact was not, and the story I'm going to tell you tonight was not even the first time that this happened. Um, this has actually happened with me a lot of times. I don't know what my problem was as a young child and young adult, but I had some issues, and to me, food was ammo, so... Anyways, um, this story isn't going to be as long. It's not taking place over the entire friendship. It's just a like a one-off story that happened between me and Glarn and this girl named Cory, um, who went to school with us. So if you want to hear how we ruined someone's car with lunch meat, you should probably keep listening because, I mean, it's a story. If you want to listen to it, stay and listen, please. I usually start off with something that's on my mind or something that's been on the news. Honestly, I'm kind of blank tonight. Um, there's just kind of been a lot going on and I've been overly stressed. So I'm mainly just like recording stories of better times I've had in my life just to kind of like blow off some steam, give me something else to think about. And a lot of these have actually come up in times when I'm stressed, like... I'll think of something and I'll be like, oh, I gotta record that tonight. And then it gives me, like, something to take my mind off it. So I really recommend to you, maybe if podcasting's not your thing or music is not your thing or whatever, come up with a hobby. Like, some sort of hobby. Like, when you're stressed out, it'll it'll really help. Like, I don't know, something that's easy for you to do, something that you really, really, truly enjoy... Um, that you don't feel like, oh, well, I was, I should start a hobby, so I'm just doing this because I need to start a hobby. You know what I mean? Like, something that you do it because you really have fun doing it and you want to do it. Maybe something you could do from home because I know that the panini is still going around, so, like, you know... And that's why I chose podcasting. Well, originally it was to blow off steam, but it really got me through the, the the lockdown and everything. It really gave me, it gives me like an outlet. So like if you have a lot of like issues or a lot, like I said, you're just really stressed and have a lot going on, you know, pick up a hobby, maybe one that you don't have to do all the time and it's not time dependent. That would probably be best because there's a lot of nights and days where I'm just like burnt out or I don't have a story to tell you or whatever that... I just don't do anything. And, you know, with these, yeah, they're somewhat time dependent, but I can usually either pre-record or record the day of. Either way, it still works out, you know? So, I don't know. Maybe just, like, try podcasting or music. Or if you don't like either of those things, maybe try something else, like, you know, painting or drawing or reading books. I don't know, something to take your mind off the stress these days. Because I know a lot of us, especially people my age, especially people my age that have, like, office jobs or basically jobs in general and then are also trying to just, like, survive on their own. Um, we're not doing good. Some of us are not doing good. So, Yeah. So my question of the night is, if you have a hobby, what is it? What do you do? Do you make things? Do you build things? Do you sing? What do you do? And if you don't have a hobby, but you're super stressed out, but have ways of coping, 
what are some tips or what is your way of coping? Some of us could really use it, so asking for a friend. Just kidding, it's me. Alright, so here we go. Like I said, this takes place between Lauren and I. It was one of our little girls' nights adventures from like when we very first started doing them. And I believe it was like our third one that we were doing. And we had taken this very quick route from her her little neighborhood on the outskirts of town into town. Well, this night, once we got over the overpass, um, we decided to take like a back road instead of going like the main road down to wherever that we usually would take. We decided to do something a little, a little different, you know? We needed just a little bit of a different scenery. Well, as we're going down this back road through this little neighborhood, um, we're passing the school that we hung out at our first night that we went out with her brother, and then we passed this other empty field a little ways down that just was like full of like these wild sunflowers, and we stopped to pick flowers, like it was awesome, everything's going great, and then we passed by this house, and Glorin points it out to me and says, that's Corey's house. Now, who's Corey, you ask? Corey was this girl... Back when we were sophomores, so like two years before this happened, um, Glorin had this boyfriend who cheated on her with Corey. Even though Glorin and Corey were really close good friends, like, I won't say, like, I had never liked Corey, so when Corey came around, I always kind of like took off, like she was just not my cup of tea, and I kept warning Glorin, like, there's something off about her, something is wrong. And then when I, I am the one who caught Lauren's ex actually with Corey. And even when I told Lauren, Lauren wouldn't believe me because Corey wouldn't do that to me. She's my friend. Uh, lo and behold, after I told her, literally like five or six other people told her. And she finally believed me because somebody showed her freaking pictures of them together. And, uh, yeah. So fast forward back to two years. I'm telling Lauren, like, oh, you should not have pointed this out to me because, like, girl, you need to get your revenge. Because literally, even after, even after she went and got with Lauren's boyfriend, Corey still tried to act like her and Lauren were friends and she didn't understand why Lauren was so angry with her and upset. And then eventually Lauren wound up just, like, forgetting the whole thing and being like, fine, whatever, we're friends. And here's the thing. Even after all that happened... Corey still wound up either dating every guy Lauren liked, and if the guy wouldn't date her and dated Lauren instead, she would literally, like, bash the dude until Lauren broke up with them, despite what anybody else said. So, I really just did not like this girl. And I thought, you know, wouldn't it just be funny if she just had just a little ounce of comeuppance on her? Like, get a little bit of revenge. Like, we should do that. And Lauren was just like, why? Like, who cares? Like, we don't talk to her now. Like, who cares? And I was like, I do because I'm bored and I need something to do. And I hate this bitch. So let's do this. So, of course, I start brainstorming all these ideas of what we could do when Lauren lets it slip that right now, Corey's parents are gone on vacation. So Corey is home by herself. 
oh my god, that makes it so much better. Like, literally, my, my brainstorm went from, like, we should, like, stick a bunch of forks in her grass, like, to all of a sudden, well, hey, she's home alone, let's scare the shit out of her. Let's do something to scare the shit out of her. And then Glorn reminded me that if she's home alone, she's more likely to call the cops on us, and if cops come, we're probably going to get in a lot of trouble, so we probably shouldn't do that. So I'm like, shit, you're right. So, you know, back to brainstorming for us. So eventually on our girls' night, we'd kind of like, besides brainstorming, had kind of just continued on our merry way and done what we usually did, which is walk around, talk, stop at different places that like either had meaning to us or if we just needed a break, we'd stop there and then like tell stories and jokes about remember this place and that place and then make that place that we stopped at have meaning or like make it a stop along our route of basically something to do. Eventually it's to a point where Lauren and I really need to use the bathroom and we're starting to get a little bit tired and thirsty. Well, guess what's a couple blocks away? A grocery store. Because there are actually like quite a few grocery stores where I grew up, so it's not uncommon to be a few blocks away from a grocery store anywhere you're at, depending. So we decide, you know, the grocery store is still open. Let's head over there, use the bathroom, get something to drink. And we'll kind of just go from there and figure out what we're going to do next. So we make our way to the grocery store. We use the bathroom. We go to pick out our drinks. As we're walking to our drinks, I remember something that Gloria's dad had told us. Because after her and T-Bone broke up, we were thinking of some kind of like prank we could play on him. And then I would just be like, hey, prank. Because he was, he was ignoring me after they broke up. So I was just like, I want my friend to talk to me. And she was just like, I want revenge. So I'm like, if we play this little harmless prank, he'll have to talk to me. And she's like, yeah, and he'll have to talk to me too, and then we can get back together. Okay, Lauren, whatever. But, like, anyways, um, Lauren's dad had told us, like, because I thought about, like, well, what if we just, like, go throw stuff on his car, like glitter or whatever, or, like, TP his car or whatever, because somebody had done that to my sister. And Lauren's dad said, okay, fine, but, like, whatever you do, do not put ham or turkey or any other kind of like deli lunch meat on this person's car because if you don't get it off right away and it dries on there, that'll ruin the paint job. As we're walking to get our drinks, what do you think I spot? A wall of lunch meat. And what idea do you think pops into my head because I remembered Lauren's dad telling us that. Throwing lunch meat on... Corey's car, or what I thought was Corey's car. It was actually her parents' car. Um, so we buy our drinks and we buy our lunch meat. I'm pretty sure we picked ham, but it's been so many years now I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was some ham. Um, and I just remember slowly making our way back to the house, stopping along the way, doing whatever else we need to do, and then getting to the house, noticing all the lights are off. This is perfect. Like, if we're quiet enough, she'll never know the difference. So we run up. We don't go onto her driveway or in her grass or anything. We're just going to throw it at the back of the car so it, it, like, it's less noticeable until they get home, you know? Or until someone leaves the house. I don't know. But we run up and we're just like, we threw like three or four little pieces of ham just like 
plopped them on her car and they stuck like a couple of them stuck like on top of the trunk and then a couple on the bumper and then we just like took off because we were just like oh shit like because we were laughing the whole time and I realized if we're laughing this hard like someone around here will probably hear us and know what's going down so we took off running we still had a bunch of lunch meat left and we should have just taken it home and eaten it like who cared like there would have been no way to prove it was us but no, my dumbass thought, if somebody sees us with this lunch meat, they're going to know it's us. So I chucked it as far as I could and as hard as I could into the road. And we just kept running and running and running until we were just out of this little neighborhood. And then we continued on our merry way until we got home. And, uh, yeah. Like I said, at this point in time, Corey and Glorin were not friends. They were not speaking to each other. Um, and I never really was friends with Corey and never really wanted to be. And around 2013, Corey and I wound up adding each other on Facebook, at which point I never brought up the ham because I was just like, shit, like, I don't want to get caught for that because if something bad happened for the ham, like, I don't want to be like having to pay anybody any money and not, and I don't want to deal with it now that I'm older, which you would think is a really shitty thing. But, yeah, so to this day, I have no idea what happened with the ham. But, if I'm correct, her parents weren't there. She didn't drive at the time, so she probably had no clue. And probably was in bed at the time that we did this. So, I'm guessing somebody had to get a new paint job. Sorry. But also kind of not sorry, because you were a bitch. <laughs> The only advice I have for you is if you're really trying to look for some comeuppance on someone or some revenge on someone, the best way to deal with someone who has, you know, done to you what Corey did to Glorin is, you know, complete, complete and utter cut them out. Cut them out. Do not speak to them. Do not speak of them to others. There's no point. There's no point because they're not a true friend. And if others speak to them about you, just let it roll off. Don't say anything. And um, if you don't have that option, kill them with kindness. Be so nice that they feel horrible or that they're annoyed and go away. my beautiful babies it's time for me to say goodbye so if we ever meet in person i'm gonna buy you tacos and touch your butts you're beautiful i love you goodbye goodbye